This is At Risk Radio. Welcome to At Risk Radio. At Risk Radio is a show where we talk about leadership inside the church at risk. My name is Mark Stafford. I'm the host of the show. I'm here with David Witt. David Witt is the CEO of SOM International. This is part two in a series on what we're calling co-leadership. Part one, what we talked about is that when a leader is sent out, when a church planter is sent out, that it's very helpful and it's scriptural for that church leader to go out with somebody else. But we wanted to follow up on that discussion to make a few things clear from the scriptures because it's not really a democracy we're talking about. We're talking about leadership in a biblical style. David, I want to throw this back over to you. What does the Bible say about this principle of co-leadership and yet the idea of there is an organizational leader and somebody who's accountable for what happens there? Yeah, I thought we had such a good talk after last podcast. We realized we really hadn't finished co-leading. So yeah. um, I'm glad we're picking this up. And as in most of our format, Mark, I, I like exemplifying so much of what I've seen and what the Lord's doing in, in stories and around the world. And and I think this this story in India where I, I've seen such great co-leading can really help us, uh, I think, frame today's discussion. Yeah, sure. But, um, you know, I was in a leadership conference a couple of years ago in India, and um, we had we had a building that fit 300 people. And, and even though they tried to keep it down to actually 250, mm-hmm. it kept on filling up and filling up. And so we were overflowing with God's people because what were they going to say no to all these leaders that we have in India? It was a invitation only to the top leadership, but the word had got out among all the leaders. And so they were all coming. So it got to a point where they, literally we couldn't fit another Indian in the building. And if you ever been to India, that you know that's serious because they know how to pack things out. <laughs> they pack them in, yeah. yeah we were going to be able to move. And I didn't have a boat to get into like Jesus on the shore of <laughs> uh, the Tiberias there. But anyway, Pastor Singh made a quick call to just literally a block away was a building almost twice the size uh, that, that fits 600 people. And so uh, we so we were able to get a permission to go to it. And, and so this is what happened, Mark. Here you, we, we're literally filled with going towards 500 liters, okay? In 20 minutes, dead serious, chairs, sound equipment, everything was moved one block away, set up, everybody sitting, sound system on, and I was preaching again, literally 20 minutes. I, I've never seen that happen before. The the unity, the the love, and, and um, that everybody's a leader, but everybody's serving and getting, and getting involved. And I thought that was a physical picture of co-leading is everybody's being led by the Holy Spirit, ultimately Christ being the the, the leader, you know, our, our head. And when we're allowing Christ to lead, it's an amazing unity that works out in the practical work. At the same time, we've had the graduations there. I noticed quickly through these many graduations, Pastor Singh began to sit down, many of his other leaders to come up and to get involved in graduation of the honoring speaking and then and doing many parts and and he had all these leaders literally a hundred leaders many times at a graduation all buzzing around working in a perfect harmony and it was powerful how i saw that again another principle that we see in christ that we we are going to unpack here is the sharing of the glory hmm. um and so we see pastor sharing of the glory and the indians we also the other thing i want to comment on too is how he has a um very tight group within that a dozen guys who he gets together with the ways, praise uh, things. He has a leadership with almost to a hundred then beyond that. And he shares these things, but at the end of the day, he is a leader that God's raised up. So it's not really a democracy. 
it's this idea that Christ is the head. Everybody has a role. Everybody has a certain authority. But we're allowing everybody to speak in, to hear from the Holy Spirit, to demonstrate the unity of the Holy Spirit, the Father, the Son, right, the Trinity. And, and so that's the power of co-leading, I believe, that I've seen so often in all our global network, roles in authority and yet unity in work. What's an incredible principle in Scripture is one that we find in 2 Timothy 2.12, and it says, if we endure... We will also reign with him, speaking about Christ. And if we deny him, he will also deny us. But that first line, if we endure, we'll also reign with him. We see that kind of language throughout scripture that if anybody doesn't need help in their leadership, it's Jesus. But yet at the same time, he allows us to come alongside and to rule and to reign with him. Yeah. Um, that's mind boggling. When we are living our fullness of our design, we reflect Christ. So we see that Christ himself shares in reigning. That's authority, that's leadership, over ultimately the future, talking about even that he's going to share in the gl glorious heavens, uh, eternity, in reigning with him. So that's Christ's design of leadership is co-leading. And, and so if we, if we are going to exemplify Christ in the way we're designed and to get biggest witness, we need to have uh, leadership teams that co-lead. To think of somebody who's trying to go out, you know, thinks that they can do it all by themselves, that they don't need any help, they don't need any input. Mm, that's not what we see in Scripture. That's that's different than what we see in Scripture. Well, what can be some of the pitfalls, David, if there's somebody who uh, is a church planter in India, we'll take it back to India, and they try to go out into a village all on their own to start a church, and they have nobody else around them. What kind of trouble could they get into? Oh, yeah, it's just huge. I mean, just the discouragement. The fear that comes over, you know, when you're alone, uh, you know, the, in, the lion roars and goes after, isolates, you know, one and, and overtakes, you know, one from the herd, right? I mean, there's, there's two or better than one. And so God knows that he's created us as a communal people, that we're Jesus people. And so he wants us to work together in the different roles of the body of Christ. And I know we're coming to a break. Let me just throw out this uh, scripture and then we'll continue to unpack this after the break. But Revelation 20 Blessed and holy is the one who shares in the first resurrection over such a, the second death has no power, but they, talking about the God's people, will be priests of God and of Christ, and they, remember God's church there, will reign with him for a thousand years. God's congregation will reign with Jesus for a thousand years. So another picture of God raising up his people to reign with him. So when we come back from the break, we're going to unpack this truth. At Risk Radio. Can you imagine trying to disciple a church with only one Bible? This is Mark Stafford from At Risk Radio, and our contacts in Venezuela are telling us incredible stories about people coming to know Jesus, all the while pastors are missing Bibles for their people. After receiving a Bible from our ministry, one man said with tears in his eyes, no one has ever given me such a beautiful gift. At Risk Radio, in our partnership with SOM International, is working to bring 2 million Bibles into Venezuela. For more information about how you can help, go to atriskradio.com. Welcome back to At Risk Radio. I'm online with David Witt. David Witt is a CEO of SOM International. And David, we just got done talking about this verse that says that we'll reign with Christ for a thousand years, is what it says in Revelation 20. 
And it's an interesting concept that even though Christ probably doesn't really need our help, he still allows us to reign with him. And there's a leadership construct inside the church. And we talked a little bit about elders, and we want to be really sensitive to the fact that there's a lot of different kind of church government structures that are represented with the people who listen to this podcast. But there are some principles that we can really apply here, because ultimately there is a leadership structure that the Bible says really works best. And so what have you seen as far as what the Bible says about how leadership works best inside the church? There is Christ is the head of the church, and yet Christ shares in his leadership in reigning with him. Um, but that doesn't mean he creates a democracy. It doesn't mean that he doesn't take responsible, that it doesn't mean that the buck stop doesn't stop with him. Christ is the ultimate word. Whatever Christ says goes. But he allows us to participate, which is a glorious, beautiful picture of this body, of this value. And, and then if we keep on going, we see that, um, you know, not only does Christ share in the glory, but he shares in uh, I mean, shares in the reigning, but shares in the glory, because leadership is painful. You know, as we know, well, uh, leadership means rejection. It means stress. It, it means responsibility. Yeah. And yet here we have this God that sees this, that Jesus is willing to share in the glory. I want to bring out Romans 8 here, 17. And if children are heirs also, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, if indeed we suffer with him, so that we may also be glorified with him. And so the scripture goes on to, sh to show us that Christ not only wants to share in the reigning and the leadership, he wants to share in the glory, the reward of it. And so that's part of the role, a paradigm that God sets up for all of us to be leaders, that when we have the role in, and certainly a final decision maker, you know, as a CEO, I make most of the day-to-day -day decisions, but I have a board that I'm, uh, you know, accountable to and uh, and that's a, a ruling that we should, they co-reign in a sense. Uh, they co -glor they're co-glorified. They partake of the glory. And so is the staff. You know, they're different roles and levels. And so leaders need to have co-leaders, and they need to share in the glory of it, share in the reward. Uh, now, it's interesting, though. I think we have to go into, Mark here, Isaiah 42, 8, I want to bring out. The Lord says, I am the Lord. That is my name. And my glory will I not give another neither my praise to graven images. So I don't want people to get confused. Like, wait a minute, God says he's not going to share his glory and he does share his glory. <laughs> that could be confusing. <laughs> well, he doesn't, it doesn't share it with idols for sure. Um, yet at the same time, if we look at Romans 8, it, it certainly indicates that he shares it with his people. And he calls them children, in fact, and heirs and, and mm -hmm. so intimate there in Romans 8, that we could call him Abba, Father, which in our vernacular would be like Daddy. And yet at the same time that we that we're heirs with Christ, we're co-leading with Christ, man, that's, a, that's a lot that God gives to us, uh, more than we could ever deserve. It's incredible, the promises of Scripture. Yeah. But yet at first glance, it seems like they're contradictory. And, and what I found is the deeper we go, they're not contradictory. They're beautiful, how it comes together in Christ, because now— as a Jesus people, we have that unity with the throne God that he invokes it to us. So till Christ is still the head in us, we have his Holy Spirit. So he's not sharing his name or his glory with anyone else. He's uh, uh, he's sharing it with himself in us. We participate in Christ. 
we, you know, the old is gone, the new has come. We've been crucified with Christ. We no longer live, but Christ lives through us. I mean, it's the beauty of this, the, the multitudes becoming one. And so that's what we see in heaven then. The church is to reflect the heavenly kingdom. We have the small picture even in Revelation. In heaven, we see 24 elders reigning with Christ. But by reigning and even being in Revelation there, Mark, you know, we see that God is sharing the glory at the throne. He's raised them up to be near them. So we have them reigning and co-glorified with the Father on the throne. I mean, it's incredible when we see these pictures come together, what God wants us to reflect in, in, the, in the order of the congregations and churches here on earth. Well, getting back to Romans 8, the very first scripture that you shared, it says here yeah. uh, that we're heirs with God, fellow heirs with Christ, and then it has this caveat, provided we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified with him. Well, and if you've yeah. ever been in leadership before, you and I have both been in leadership, um, there can be some suffering and it can be difficult. And our international contacts, yeah. they're suffering on a regular basis, sometimes very deeply for the gospel. But yet there's this incredible promise at the end of that suffering that if we suffer with him, we'll also be glorified with him. Mark, man, that's beautiful, of course, because we work in the persecuted church. And so we work with suffering all the time. And what I've discovered, whoever you love, you will suffer for. Mm. I mean, obviously, we suffer for our spouse. When we're in love with our spouse, we, we lay our lives down for our spouse, our children, those whom we love. When we love Jesus as number one, there's no idols, idolatry in our life. We'll do whatever it, it takes, even giving our lives even going to jail, even being tortured, losing our possessions. And that's what we see around the world is faithfulness to Christ because they're true heirs, because they, they're true love, and they're part of the family of God. And so the suffering is one of the major credibility marks for being a child of God. And when we're marked with that, we have the confidence we're going to be glorified and rewarded with Him. Well, speaking about suffering, I just saw in the store, there's an incredible book in the S1 bookstore, one of my favorite ones on on uh, suffering inside the church called Tortured for Christ uh, by Richard Wormbrandt. It's an incredible book. If you've never read it, you should go to the SOM store and go buy that book. Everything mm -hmm. that's uh, in the store is available for donation. You could take it for free. We like to say that uh, Spirit of Martyrdom is crowdfunded. Now, what do you mean by that, David, that it's crowdfunded? Well, the Jesus crowd of, <laughs> of people uh, certainly help us do the work around the world and even do this radio broadcast. And we just invite people to respond as God's put in their heart. But, you know, we don't like to discriminate. Even if people aren't Christians, aren't believers, uh, we'll take anybody's support. If they're blessed by it and they want to give, uh, you know, we'll receive and continue to give all our resources away free, too. So it's whatever crowd is, is moved by what we're doing and they want to contribute to what God's doing around the world, we invite them to uh, be a part of that and they can make a donation online or or uh, email us instructions about that. And finally, there's an opportunity with SOM International for you to be part of the Global Ambassadors. Now, what does a Global Ambassador do, David? Yeah, Global Ambassador represents God's uh, world, you know, God's leadership around the world. Uh, we uh, train them in this training that we have, we're talking about. Uh, it's one-on-one -on -one discipleship training, leadership. And then, you know, they gain stories of what God's doing around the world and try to represent that to their network of believers, their churches, congregations. And, um, and so we're just trying to engage the, the church with great tools 
uh, for leadership. And we might be able to be a part of that. They go on our website to find out more. Great. Well, if you want to find out more about At Risk Radio, go to atriskradio.com. If you want to find out more about Spirit of Martyrdom Ministries, go to spiritofmartyrdom.com. This has been At Risk Radio. You've been listening to At Risk Radio. For more, go to atriskradio.com. At Risk Radio is a production of SOM International.